You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the show that 9 out of 10 game developers say is better than nothing. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. Hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. Got a great show for you, but uh, as always, before we get into our news, we're going to talk about some things we've been checking out. And we have quite a bit, I think, this week, right? You want me to go first since I don't have quite as much. Yeah, let's do it. I didn't do as much as you guys did. Go for it. Um, I've been playing a game on Steam called Wasted. Okay. It it just came out like a couple weeks ago. It's published by Adult Swim. And it's it's like this Fallout parody roguelike set in in a post-apocalypse, but instead of how Fallout's like 50s post-apocalypse, mm-hmm. this is 80s post-apocalypse. Oh, that's the best kind of post-apocalypse. Yeah. And it's got like cartoony graphics. Everybody's got big heads. But the the point is there's, there's a vault called a cooler. Mm-hmm. And you want to get in there because it has booze. <laughs> and the, this is a future where all the smart people went into vaults, and but the vaults didn't work and they all died. So everybody on the surface is just a bunch of dumb idiots <laughs> crawling around trying to get their hands on booze, which is alcohol that's been irradiated so it gives you powers. Oh, great. And the point of the game is to go down to this vault, find the booze, and when you find it, it'll give you a hangover for your next run <laughs> that gives you some kind of bonus. Oh, okay. And the deeper you go, the better your better alcohol, better booze you're going to find. Oh, that's really the better powers you're going to get. That's really interesting. That's creative. And yeah, the, I like that. The mechanics work exactly the same as Fallout minus Vats. Okay. So you can you can sneak. I mean, you shoot. It's it's fall. It's exactly Fallout, and you do a lot of looting. Boxes it's, and it's, stuff. it's 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 fraternity fallout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with with roguelike mechanics and it's it's really fun. Okay, cool. I had more I was gonna say about it, but I'm blanking out. I'm blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. It's got a great sense of humor. It, it sounds like it does. It's by one of my more favorite indie developers. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. It's like Mr. Podunkian or something. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Podunkian. He, well, he's made a lot of good games in the past, but he's not one of the bigger in, indie names that you hear about a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is another good one he did. He did uh, a dog one for Adult Swim 2 that was like Metroid, but you're a dog. Nice. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. That sounds cool. I mean, it's a good game. It It's like 15 bucks on Steam. I got it in um, the Humble Bundle, the monthly bundle. Oh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got that because I wanted that uh, cat girl without salad abuse boosh, <laughs> which also is a neat game. It's like a a bullet hell shmup. Okay, but all the power ups you pick up are based on other uh, game genres. Oh, okay. So you will get like a DDR gun where you have to tap the arrows while you're oh, shooting. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, there's an RPG one where you select attacks off a menu. <laughs> There's a, a platforming one that shoots out a little Mega Man guy, and you hit shoot again to make him jump to jump on the bad guys. Okay, that's interesting. And it's all it's all got like you're a space bounty hunter cat girl mm-hmm. that's going after these different bounties, and they have conversations and talk and stuff while you're shooting. Um, all the all the art is by Linsbot, who's one of my favorite. Okay, artists. yeah, I do I do know Linsbot. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Okay, and it, it looks great. 
Cool. It's a way forward game. Who makes Shantae? So, okay. okay. Yeah. You know, All right. Way that, forward always does. That sounds job. really interesting. I'd really like to play that yeah. one. Unfortunately, the only way you can get it is through that humble monthly bundle that's gone. Ah, oh, bummer. Womp womp. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna do more because it was kind of a demo. It was kind mm. of a proof of concept for the game. That's why it was called Amuse Bouche. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's only three levels, but okay, all right, it's really cool. Cool, and I'll buy any game that has Lensbot art in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember her from the uh, Game Grumps animated. That's yeah. when I first got inter- introduced to her art style. Really, really cool looking art style. So, okay, well, uh, I can go real quick. I uh, actually went to uh, Indie PopCon. Uh, this is a conve- uh, pop culture and com- not really a comic book convention because there were some people selling comic books. Uh, there's an awful lot of people dressed up in comic book costumes and cosplay and stuff like that, but it wasn't really a, a comic book convention in, in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And oh, it was a blast. I, it, this is the third year that they've done this. So they're a, a relatively new convention. convention. It looks like a really good con. It was huge. They took up about two thirds of the Indiana convention center. Wow. Yeah. It was really good. Um, there were a, a couple hiccups. I, from what I understand with some of the, um, like, autograph signing sessions and photo op stuff, but I didn't really get into any of that. So um, from my point of view, everything went really great. They had some excellent guests, a lot of, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of YouTubers um, like the completionist Gerard Khalil and uh, the people who do the decks, which is a, a Pokemon like thing. Um, it's cool that they get YouTubers cause you yeah. don't get to see them as often. At no, you really it's, don't. It's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They also had uh, the big, the big draw, and I th- don't think the con was as prepared for as big them being as big a draw as they were. Was uh, Ninja Sex Party? Which, uh, we played a, a couple of their songs on the show. Yeah, we talked about them a yeah. lot. Yeah, um, but they. Uh, I don't think the con was ready for <laughs> for the NSP fandom because um, they didn't have a whole lot of the band didn't have a whole lot of time to do autographs. They didn't have a booth, so they set up. Uh, free autograph time where they would have be on like the main stage and you'd just you'd have to get a, a wristband to get in line and go up get a free autograph and you're done um but they were Ooh, only they're free yeah they were it was really cool but uh, i so i showed up on saturday a little early to go in and try to get you know my wristband and the guy the security guard told uh told me told a whole group of us uh yeah those uh were all uh sold out or given out at around 5 a.m that morning Oh my god! Yeah, uh, people were lining up outside of the convention center, waiting to get in so that they could get their free. That's insane. Get in line to get a ticket so that they can get in line to get their free autograph for uh, from Danny and Brian. Uh, <laughs> That's when you flash your press pass and be like, "Hey, I tried that." <laughs> no, I tried that. I said uh, because VI, the- because VIP <laughs> VIP uh, uh, um, people got a um, a free uh, pass for a, like one free autograph pass or whatever. And I was like, well, does this count for that? And he goes, eh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> but the press pass did get me into the con about a half hour early. That's cool. So that's really cool. I actually got to, to walk around and meet a lot of the celebrities, which is something I don't usually do at cons. Usually they're super busy and yeah, I'm super busy. And you don't want to wait in line. Yeah, because the more time you wait in line, the less time you have experiencing the convention. Yeah. But, uh, but no, actually, uh, again talked to a couple youtubers just and just wandered around every everyone was happy everyone was having a great time i love going to, to conventions never any issues usually um got a and actually on the website we i have a huge uh photo gallery of um 
yeah, go check that out. And stuff there's like a that. lot of cool stuff oh, in there. I one of your pictures thing. made me really sad. Which one was that? The Roger Rabbit one. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, the dip yeah. with the Judge, shoe. Yeah, and Judge Doom. Yeah, yeah that, that was really good. Pulling him out of his coat. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yes. Oh man, but no, there are a lot of really, really creative costumes, and I've recognized ninety percent of them. Which, so not a lot of anime. Not a lot of anime. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a pop culture, American pop culture con. It, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of Undertale. A lot of Undertale. It's huge. It's I didn't huge realize, with the kids. I didn't realize how big it was. I was over at Samantha's nephew's for his birthday, and him and his friend are over there talking about it, and they're like, I don't know, 13 and 10. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, it was a lot of a lot of the main character, because that's easy. You just yeah. have the shirt. Although, I saw one girl walking around, uh, had the haircut, and had crocheted a sweater vest, a sweater Oh, that's of the, cool. With the stripe. That's cool. But yeah, I saw a lot of that. I saw a ton of uh, uh, undines, like the, the blue fish Oh, that's cool. Fish I, girl. Like, I like her. Yeah. And uh, multiple Tem shops. <laughs> like the Temmie, like the weird dog person that's kinda. weird that's so weird to it's me a, because timmy is a person yeah timmy, that is, timmy chang is a person yeah that's not yeah that's <laughs> very weird it was a joke it was just kind of a thrown-in joke surprise thing yeah because she did art for the game it's very weird <laughs> I'm, I'm sure these people aren't entirely aware that timmy, timmy yeah. chang is a person yeah i don't i don't know how i i would react in that situation yeah. if, if i were a an artist and i met someone dressed who, like dressed you like a character like a game based, character on, based on you yeah, yeah that's very very I weird i follow her on twitter she's great <laughs> yeah she seemed pretty cool anyway while i was at the con i got to demo a couple of video games because they had they had a whole uh section of the convention that were all indie game developers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You would, oh, you probably man. would have spent like 90% of the yeah. time there. Yeah. Really cool stuff. I um, gotta go next year. You definitely do. Uh, anybody who gets a chance, I would recommend this con too. It's really good. They did an excellent job, but I want to talk about these games super quick. And I just got to pull up their names. Well, anyway, uh, the first game I got to demo was a game called hive jump and it's on steam. Uh, um, or early access or whatever the steam yeah. so green light or whatever. You can get it now, but it's not done. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, it's a plat- uh, procedurally generated uh, platformer. Um, you're uh, like a space marine or whatever, and you can uh, select different style of blast, a uh, gun, um, and secondary and tertiary um, uh, equips like grenades or whatever. And uh, like I said, everything is procedurally generated. It's all different levels each time. The game is good. Uh, there was one thing that was really kind of throwing me because um, you're playing with an Xbox controller. And the jumps, the jump and the uh, uh, gun buttons were the two triggers, the left and right trigger. And I don't know why, I just could not figure I've, out. I've never heard of a game ever setting up its controls that way. That's yeah, it weird. is real. It was really hard to get. I mean, I did not do a very good job at it. I felt kind of bad, but uh, yeah, it's like using the trigger to jump was just weird. I'm, it didn't I'm feel sure right. that this is part of their play test is yeah. to watch people play it at the con and I'll bet they'll realize that they made a mistake. <laughs> I hope so because it was other than, other than that, it was really fun. It sounds cool. It looks kind of like a Metroid meets uh spelunky. Yeah. Type of thing. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very cool. I do really like Spelunky. <laughs> oh yeah. Spelunky is a fantastic game. Yeah. And it is, and it is co-op. It's four player co-op. Oh, that's so. cool. Yeah. Like Spelunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh played that. And the other one was a game called Hero Generations Regen. This is a, um, a redux of a game that has been on um, Steam before. 
the developers heart uh, was it heart shaped games yeah heart shaped games they uh, they developed the game for PC and uh, went back and redid it so for uh, iPad basically and then used those assets to redo their PC game as well and it is uh, another it's like a big RPG looking map and you have a your main player character and it's all randomly generated the the map and the character and everything and the goal is to walk around and get money and uh, respect by fighting monsters. And once you hit a certain level, you can find a uh, mate and create the next like character in the generate down the line. And each step you take on the map is like drawn out in squares. And each step is a year of your life, so you have a limited amount of time to get to to co- to continue your bloodline. Basically, it, it's probably like that that record of the Argast War game, but not for anime perverts. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but it sounds like an anime it, pervert it, game. It came with a boob mouse pad, uh, well, so they, that yeah, tells that's you what it. that's about right uh, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a strategy thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and it's um I think it's also on Steam. I think it's actually on Steam now. I don't think it's a uh, early access. I think it's in full. But uh, really good time. Really enjoyed that. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, got to meet Lloyd Kaufman. At the convention. That's awesome. The guy who created the Toxic Avenger and head of Troma Studios. Uncle that, Lloyd himself. Uncle Lloyd. He was pretty great. Actually got to stand and talk to him for, for about five minutes about, well, about filmmaking. Just, I don't know what to say. It's, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to meet Lloyd Kaufman. It was he, bucket list for me. If I if I had a bucket list, meeting Lloyd Kaufman and talking to him from saying more than just, hey, I love your stuff, and then moving on yeah. was kind of... Was, would would have been on it. I mean, and... he's, he's such a cool guy. If you see ev- anything that of just him, mm-hmm. you know, pitching for trauma, he's just a super cool super, guy. Super super cool guy. So yeah, I, I uh, that was uh, that was pretty great. <laughs> Charles Martinet. He... I did get to speak to Charles Martinet. He uh, he's the uh, official voice of Mario, Luigi, and Wario. Wario, all, Waluigi. Waluigi, all the male Mario's that yeah. are Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he was pretty cool. Just didn't have a whole lot of time to speak with him, but he was he was a cool guy. Um, spoke to uh, Steve Cardenas, the second Red the Power second Ranger. Red Ranger, and he he was cool. Uh, we are of similar height and build. <laughs> I think I could take him. <laughs> I don't know, man. He had the morphin grid in him. He did. He did have the morphin grid in him. But uh, but I'm I'm wily. I'm spry. Yeah. If you if you beat him, you get to become a former Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. That's it. You get his title. Yep. It's a Santa Claus kind of. Yeah. <laughs> then you get to go yeah, to cons. You know. Yeah. You don't get to be a real Power Ranger because they're not real. But you get to be the former. Yeah. Power I get Ranger. to be a former Power Ranger exactly. But uh. But no. Other than that, I mean, you I get his memories. Yes, yes, it's the Highlander. There can only be one former Red Power Ranger. It's the quickening. Yes. Uh, I, I really... do have to decapitate him in the fight. I, I do, yeah. That's that's going to be sad. But, no, It was a lot of fun. The con was great. I really don't know what else to talk about because I'm going to just start rambling. I've already been rambling. But it, it was, sounds great, and I'm super jealous. It was, a really, it was really great to go to a con that was independently owned yeah it, w- it wasn't a big amalgamation of cons yeah because there are some cons that we've been to and i'm not going to name names but we know what we're who we're talking about that where every time you walk into the con no matter what location of it you go to it all looks exactly the same it's yeah the same guess the layout is exactly the same it's very homogenized and while those are great for when you're first getting into conventions it's, it's just, really it's nice just to not as fun you, no you don't get to experience as as much as of being in a different place. Yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, so some of these uh, smaller independent, and this is by no means smaller. This might have actually been a little bigger than than the cons we usually go to, but independently owned, it's really nice and it's really good to support them because I want to I want to see their their cons continue for sure. Yeah, Cincinnati Comic Con that I went to last year was a lot like that. It was different than the mm-hmm. other one. Well, <laughs> well, Cincy Comic Con is is more. It's definitely more comic book. Yeah, right. That's like ninety percent of their. Yeah. And yeah. they were actually selling comics in there. And, and that's cool. That's something I kind of miss from conventions yeah. as well. We'll have to go to the Cincy one. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to. It's got, it's got Kate Lath, too. I was going to say, too. yeah. yeah <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, I want to I wanna get assigned. Uh, by then, the the Hellcat trade will be out. I yeah. want to get that. I want to get that signed. You'll get that signed, and then you'll just pass out and enjoy. Yeah. Foamy, foamy mouth guy from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah. Speaking of cons. Speaking of cons, yeah. The yeah. con is on. The con is on. <laughs> That's the episode title right there. It is, yeah. Nerd uh, Overload, the con is on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on the show uh, last week because I was at a convention. Yeah. I was at Origins Game Fair from Wednesday to Sunday. Wow. That's a long con. They're playing the long con. They are, pl- they are playing the long con. Oh, yeah. I was starting to feel it after a while. Well, I bet. I bet. I forget. Is that... Is that in Columbus? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's in the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Gotcha. Okay. Home to many a con. Yes. Home to many. Yeah, it is a convention center. <laughs> and it was under construction. Yeah. Oh. Or, or uh, getting a facelift anyway. Mm. It was rough. Half the food court was there, and most of the week it closed at like three in the afternoon. Oh, oh wow. Ouch. That's a bummer. Yeah. No subway for you. <laughs> well, subway was over for a little bit. No bad, warm... Sushi. sushi. Oh no, never. <laughs> every never. time I have, I have uh, higher standards than hey, that. Man, every time I go, yeah, the... I, I got to get food poisoning from that sushi stand <laughs> every time. It's a tradition. <laughs> the, so the Chinese food from that same place is good, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, yes, I experienced the con slash worked the con. That's worked what... the con. Yeah, I was working. I was really? running. I was running game demo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What were you demoing? I was doing Amp Guard. Oh, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. my LARP thing. You were, yeah. you were LARP stirring it up. Yeah, I was. And there were other LARPs, and I felt like we had to fight over territory. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fitting. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, there was like this one LARP uh, closer to the actual convention center area than we were uh, called like something dungeon something, and you actually got to walk a dungeon. I hope it's actually called something dungeon something. I don't remember. I don't Slamp remember. Guard. I don't actually remember the actual name of it. But uh, like I'd see them and like I'm like super, you can't super dungeon thing. time five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it was fun. I spent a lot of long hours, probably longer hours than I probably needed to mm. doing stuff. But I still had fun. I walked the the game uh, demo areas, exhibition hall a lot. I did a few laps through the, the vendors hall. Saw some amazing stuff in the vendor's hall that I cannot afford. Oh, yeah. That's usually how it goes. Like, there's this company called Wormwood, mm-hmm. and they are an artisan gaming... Worm seller. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> it's spelled like worm like a dragon, you, you goon. They anyway. still sell worms. Sh- shut up. Okay. For your well. LARP fishing LARP, your Legend of the River King LARP experience. I hate you, Cody. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, they <laughs> they specialize in making gaming supplies for like D and D player, basically. Okay. A lot of like high quality woods with magnets and stuff. It's dice tower type. Yes, of stuff. Yes, dice yeah. towers, dice boxes. They have 
dungeon master screens that like do all kinds of crazy cool stuff. Oh, that sounds cool. That does sound cool. Yeah. Uh, depending on the type of woods and stuff you get, you pick out for it. It could cost you up to like $798. Wow. That sounds significantly less cool. Now that you say that, that's, uh, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah, a it's, little, a little bit. If yeah. they want to send us some trial products, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it. Oh yeah. They are, there was a lot of cool stuff. But the people like were almost like car salesmen, like super dressed up nice and whatnot. And I'm like, I almost don't want to touch anything. <laughs> oh, there was, I forget what con it, I was at, but they had a bunch of uh, animation cells. Oh, really? From like Hanna-Barbera stuff and mm-hmm. like stuff that I totally nerd out over because I love animation. And I'm sitting there flipping through them and the guy's just like ha- hounding me to buy one. It was the last day of the con. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I, don't, I can't afford these. I'm just looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I really want this Scooby-Doo, but no. <laughs> I, demoed a, I demoed a bunch of games. I played this card game called Spoils, and it, it's, uh, it's like magic. Did it go bad? No, I actually did really well <laughs> okay. in it. Um, <laughs> whoosh. No, it was no okay. whoosh. There was, was no whoosh. It was just a bad joke. No, it was he, just a bad like, joke. I get it. It's he chose not, not to recognize it. Yeah. As a I joke. get it. It's if, just not. If funny. I don't recognize it, it's not real. <laughs> I, I I reject your bad joke and I substitute my own. So, but no, it plays like magic. It flows better than magic. Mm. The cards themselves have like the humor of a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> okay, a lot of boob jokes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god, yes. There yeah. are so many boob jokes. But uh, I participated in a $2,000 tournament and got ninth place. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I was almost undefeated in another tournament where I won a $40 box full of cards that has like 420-something cards in it. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> I saw this miniature game that looked a lot of, looked like a lot of fun called Dust. And it's like an alternate history World War II kind of thing. Hmm. And uh, you can either play it on a just on a field with a ruler, kind of like, like Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Or there's like a, there's like a or a grid grid setup in the rules. Okay. And there's three factions: allies, uh, the Russian Union, and the Axis, and they all have like different things that are kind of like their bag. Like the Axis are a lot of like monsters and occult stuff. Like there's a there's That's like kind of cool. Like, yeah. There's like a whole <laughs> bunch of like Nazi zombies, Walker mechs, all kinds of cool stuff. Cool. Oh yeah, it's super cool. I rec- really recommend looking it up. They had a couple different options. You can paint your own models, or you can. Um, spend the extra money and get pre-painted models. Okay. That look really really good. All right. Uh but that was really that was kind of cool. There's this other little miniature war game I was looking at called Sergeants and everything's made out of little cardboard pieces and you fit them all together. Looks really cool. It takes about 3 hours to learn. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I really didn't get a lot a lot of time to do that one. I saw a new Rick and Morty game that's not going to be out until Gen Con. It's a Mesix box. And huh. you open it up, and it, there's a little chip in the side of in the top of the box that says, "I'm Mr. Measix, look at me," you know, kind of thing. But it's like a dice slash card game, and it looks so much fun. Huh. That sounds cool. Uh, I think the Cryptozoic guys are putting that one out. Oh, they're, they're pretty good. They do good, they good do, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ellswick hates them. Oh, really? Because their card quality is garbage. Oh. <laughs> he's he's very he's very militant about his card <laughs> games. He seems he seems the type. <laughs> oh, yeah, he sleeves everything. He's yeah. It's his thing. Hey, yeah. Epic Spell Wars is a fantastic game. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I love that game. I uh, want to get the expansion as an expansion now. Oh, it does. I played this other game called Dungeon Lord, I think. But all the cards are done in like an eight bit style. 
like the art and whatnot, they kind of look like Final Fantasy. Oh, is it? Um, it's not Boss Monster. No, it's not Boss Monster. Okay. It's a different game, and it's it's really interesting. And you, it's like a it's like a deck drafting, deck building kind of game. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, runs about twenty bucks. I know. I just there's so many so many games. There's like a huge overload of stuff. Played a lot of Werewolf. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like werewolf. <laughs> I played a lot of werewolf with strangers. That was awkward and weird. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's like a lot of these people who do it like every year, so they all kind of know each other, and they oh, know okay. each other's tells. And you'll see and watch them like argue back and forth about stuff. That actually would be fun. I'd be do cool. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and werewolf at Origins is a 24-hour thing. Oh. It goes into the night. <laughs> wow. It's part of the Amp Guard after or the not Amp Guard after dark. Well, we did have Amp Guard after, but Origins after dark program okay um our demo did really well good lots of people came in did a lot of battle games we had we ran a few tournaments we had a big golden robot trophy that we had made <laughs> to give to the to the winner of our saturday tournament because the theme of origins was robots okay i wish i really really wish i would have taken pictures uh, but unfortunately i was wearing my larp outfit for most of the time and it don't have pockets. Ah, gotcha. So I really didn't have my phone on me much. But there was like a huge Pokemon card tournament. I didn't realize sure. people still played the oh, Pokemon card games. Of course people still yeah. play the Pokemon card I never game. think about it. You know, I see them at the store, but I don't know anybody who actually still plays. Yeah. I mean, it's a good card game. Like, no, it is. Like, seriously, I walked into the freaking, like, the exhibition room, and there's a giant inflatable Pikachu just hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, awesome. it was... I don't think you can say that word on the radio. No. (laughs) Shut up. Why are you busting my chops so much this morning? It's because you didn't get to go to a con? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm very... Jealous of me and Sam's good times? Con envy. I am. I do have the con envy. (laughs) There was one thing I normally do when I go to Origins that I didn't do this year, and I'm kind of mad at myself for Was it sleep? Is it sleep? Well, yeah, there was definitely a high, a high lack of sleep. Yeah. Like Saturday into Sunday, I'd have 45 minutes in 24 hours. Wow. That's rough. Yeah, it was. But nothing like playing, you know, werewolf until dawn. Yeah. And then getting breakfast at a hotel. Okay, so what's the what's the one thing that you got to do that you do every year? That I, I didn't get to you. do. Yeah. Um, what was it? I didn't play the I didn't play the the, the battle tech uh, battle pause games. Oh, really? Yeah, they include in this thing, and it's a full cockpit, and it's oh, a full 3D. That oh, those things, yeah. Yeah, I love playing that. It's so much fun. It's like $6 to do it, but it's so much fun. And there's like a bunch of them lined up, and a bunch of people get them. And it's just... Oh, it's, it's like one of those simulator things. Yeah, That's yeah. That's really cool. That's cool. That you control. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, so many games. There was like a Catan tournament going on. I kind of watched that for a little bit. I like that. Game. I'm one of the few nerds who've never actually played Catan, and every time wow, I've played Catan, and I don't play you know a ton of board games. Yeah, every time I say I've never played Catan, I get a I get a lot of weird looks, like I got like you know a second head growing or something. <laughs> but no, um, next year actually, um, the Amp Guard demo is going to be not in a the hotel area of the convention center. We're actually going to be in the convention center proper. That's good. Or, or for next time, I mean. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's going to increase our foot traffic, like, exponentially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, we ran all kinds of classes, like weapon making, shield making, bow making, a leather working class. And I was sitting there, I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, man, I always thought, I always see, like, these really nice leather products, like, online and stuff. Like, bracers, pouches, just belts, whatever. And I'm like, man, that must take a lot of work. And I'm watching these people come into this class who have no experience producing really cool-looking stuff. And I was like, well... Crap! What am I doing with my life? <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I always enjoy Origins. It's not really uh, like 
there was a little bit of cosplay, but not really a lot. Yeah. yeah that's not really what it's about. Yeah, no, it's not. not. Yeah. You can't wear a big old bulky costume and play Catan. Not <laughs> really. I mean, I did see a couple cosplayers, just not much. Right. I saw a group of kids dressed like Big Hero 6 characters and Inside Out characters. That's cool. Kind of running around together. That was cool. that was interesting. Yeah. That was about it, really. Um, okay. No real special guests that I could recognize. Again, it's not that kind of con. Yeah. Uh, well, Will Wheaton and Felicia Day did show up one year. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's but, cool. Uh, but but they're kind of... That that's fits. their thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's their yeah. thing. All right. But yeah, Origins Game Fair. Always a good time. Very cool. Double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. You can't see it because it's not a visual medium, but double thumbs up. (laughs) All right. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll talk about some news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus. 419-562-0404 419-562-0404 and online at subcultureoh.com Hello to all my friends at Nerd Overload. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia! You guys, you're number one. Woohoo!
That was Jump by Ninja Sex Party off of their Under the Covers album. The only album we can play songs from on the radio. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that, you also uh, heard Charles Martinet give a shout out to the show as Mario. That was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Every, Number one. Every time I hear that shout out, it makes me smile every time. Wahoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into some news. Um, well, let's just d- dive right into the big one first. Um, Mighty Number no. 9. We it, talk about this a lot. Yeah, and it, it finally happened for some people. For some people. <laughs> it finally came out. For better or worse, they finally released it. And it has been plagued with issues after Yo, its release. Yeah. Well, it's been plagued with issues its entire life. Yes. the enti- Yeah, it's just been a, a roller coaster of sadness. Yeah, and I mean, it's been delayed tw- twice. Twice. At least. Uh-huh. And here it is, and guess what? It's still a buggy mess. It's it, it's bad. Um, They messed up sending people codes. Some yeah. people's codes to download the game didn't work. Yeah, well, I have the list here. I have a whole list of everything <laughs> that's gone wrong since its release, and it was released, what, Tuesday? Tuesday, yep. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So here we go. Uh, the codes were sent through Humble Bundle, which was okay. Yeah. The Humble Bundle's fine. They're usually fine. on the... Yep. Uh, no email was sent, and the codes were uh, in a weird place. You couldn't. They weren't like in the standard spot on Humble Bundle, so you. It was a hard time. You're having a hard time finding them to begin with. Uh, DLC codes were wrong, like the backer specific DLC stuff. Yeah, they sent like two of the retro outfit instead and of none of the Ray, whatever that is. Yeah, the Wii U version. Uh, it doesn't work, and there have been reports that they are hard locking hard drives because they think it's a pirated game or whatever. God. Like it is, it is bricking Wii U's, like ruining Wii U's. Wow. Yeah, like really bad news. The 360, the, the Xbox 360 version was just outright delayed again. Yeah. 360 owners just don't have it. This isn't a big thing, but the official website hadn't been updated since February. <laughs> yeah, it still has the wrong release date on it. It had February 9th as a as a release date, <laughs> which was their last the last time they got bumped. Uh, let's see, there was uh the PS4 physical copies. Um, the graphics are all screwed up oh yeah there's like weird color effects going on yeah, it looks like it's... a negative like a film negative yeah i've also heard reports that the uh dlc codes for um the pc version uh windows 10 is flagging it as a virus nice like it will just auto delete the files off your computer because it thinks they're viruses <laughs> that's probably for the best well, probably yeah <laughs> um even it, even windows 10 knows it's bad here's the thing this is a four million dollar game yeah Yep. It kickstarted made $4 million. And to have this this many problems is unacceptable. It's just it's just the worst. Yeah. This after is... after being delayed twice, this shouldn't be happening. They shouldn't have made it come out on so many systems at once. That was a mistake. That was a problem. They should have focused on making one good game and then worried about porting it. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, you've actually played a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I played the first level and then one of the other ones yeah. that I think it was Avi, the flying robot level. Okay. Which I, I didn't finish it because it was hard. Okay. But I it's not that bad. Like, if there wasn't so many bugs and if it wasn't ugly as sin, which it absolutely is hideous. Yeah. Um. Actually, I thought, well, the graphics don't look great, but it's probably my laptop because I was playing it on my laptop, which isn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. And, but then I looked in the options menu, and everything was set to highest possible setting. Yeah, because uh, I asked you, I remember when the demo came out, and the demo looked like just just the worst. 
and you told me it's the same. Like they didn't update anything no. from it. Yeah, it looks the same as, and th- oh. their mouths don't. There's no lip sync. There's tons of voice acting, which is it's not bad. Yeah, maybe a little annoying, but there's no lip sync. Nobody's mouth moves when they talk. It's a four million dollar four game. million dollar video game. Their mouth should freaking move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they didn't get not all four million of those dollars went to the game, but there's cheaper it, indie yeah. games that are better. Shovel Knight. Yeah. Shovel Knight is a much more polished, much better uh, Mega Man uh, homage game. Yeah. Than than this. And I mean, the gameplay isn't isn't terrible. The dash mechanic and and stuff that initially I didn't like has grown on me through the two levels. The mm-hmm. ability to line up combos with it is pretty cool. The scoring system is neat. Okay. But it just it's so buggy and broken. There was a point where. I couldn't connect with certain platforms anymore. I was jumping up onto them and would go straight through. Really? Yeah, the only way I could get past it was to die and respawn, and then the platforms would work again. Whoa, uh, that's there, bad. There was a part where a cutscene didn't trigger. Like, the enemy boss was supposed to fly up and a bunch of robots with him and shoot this airship I was on, and it catches on fire, and you got to get off. Right. The first time I did it, I was just, just stood there, and then the airship exploded. <laughs> like it didn't have any of the cutscene stuff that was supposed to happen. Just yeah. the voice was playing, and all of a sudden the ship caught on fire. Like it didn't trigger the cutscene correctly. Wow. So do you think they? What do you think? What do you think happened? Do you think they they had the project, the product, and they didn't? They rushed it through QA. Did they, do you think they had uh, like QA at all on this? They had to have some. I think. I think they just stretched themselves too thin with all the ports. Yeah. Because it literally releases on 10 different... They had 10 different SKUs. Yeah. That's <laughs> just way too many. That is. Man, that... And I, f- I feel bad. I feel bad. Because there was a lot riding on this game. Yeah. And I know Mr. Inafune, he... He does. I don't think he wanted to put out a, a stinker. I think he wanted to put out a quality game. And he just... It just didn't happen. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't, I guess. Yeah. Because there, there's the heart and soul of a good game in there. It just can't get out. It's what it sounds like. It's just mired by too many bugs and just general just badness. Yeah. Like if it had another year to develop, if they didn't have to rush it, if they didn't have backers scrambling and screaming about it not being out, if they had another year, do you think they would have corrected a lot of oh, these? Yeah. Just a full year of just QA. Yeah. Just clean up the graphics and QA. Or if it was just a PC game. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. you got to have a controller. Oh, I was really? playing it without a controller, yeah. and it, the controls don't make any sense. Oh, great. Like, it's W-A-S-A-D to move, uh-huh. and then you have to use the mouse to shoot. Wow, that is weird. And dash, but the mouse doesn't do anything else. Like, you don't aim with the mouse. You can't click on anything. Even the menus don't support the mouse. Oh, jeez. But you still have to use the mouse to shoot and yeah, dash. Yeah, that it's, doesn't make sense. It's really dumb. Wow. Also, all the buttons, like in the tutorials and on screen, correspond to the controller. Okay. Even if you don't have one plugged in. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is pretty dumb. That's pretty... Yeah, that's bad. It's bad news. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I, I have a copy of it waiting to download. I have been kind of hesitant until they get these whole, like, maybe it's... Is it a virus? What's going on? <laughs> kind of thing figured out. Then I'm going to pull it, but... Uh... It's a shame. It's a shame. 
And it sucks for people who want to do Kickstarters for their game now, because here's a whole bunch of people who got burned by it. Yeah. And now they don't want to use Kickstarter anymore. It's a shame for Inafune, who wants, who probably he once read was it Red Ash? Yeah, his his it's spiritual Man... successor to Mega Man Legends. Yeah. Did he run the the Kickstarter? Did did that get funded? It did not, but he got outside funding by some bizarre Chinese company. Yeah, I don't. People are going to judge that game harshly based on this one. Yeah. Oh, Inafune is in is going to have a hard time now. He's going to have a hard time getting out from under this and one. I, for and sure. I don't think it's entirely his fault. No, I mean you got to put you got to put a lot of the blame on the dev team, and they just again they got over in over their head. Yeah, I they, don't know who they hired to do I it. I think maybe they stretched themselves out too thin and added way too many stretch goals. Like, oh yeah, that that, too. Yeah, that yeah. they could not meet. There should not have been online play. No. They should have never did that. Nobody no, wanted not that. Not a million years. And that's hard. That's like making a game alone is really really hard. Making an online game is like stacking it four times as hard. Yeah. And I don't want to be down on cuz making a making games is really really hard. People sure. don't understand how hard it is to make a game. Yeah, cuz you you you've made a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. it's it's tough. It is tough. And I, I, yeah, I don't want to totally trash it because it's it has redeemable qualities. I would be lying if I said I didn't have any fun when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. I I'll probably write something about this cuz I probably. definitely have feelings. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's yeah. But it just I don't know. Again, I just feel bad for the guy. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to be called a con man. I know a lot. That's the running joke is that he's con man because of the Mega yeah, Man, the Mega man thing. name yeah. scheme thing. Yeah, I, I don't think he was trying to screw anybody over. No, he just made a poor product. That's all it is. We were talking off off mic about this a little bit. The comment you made was it's clear that he was a a salesman and not really the developer. I think this project proved it. That yeah. he that he takes a lot of credit for Mega Man, but it was really more of the other developers. And all the characters are just exact. They have all exact analogs to Mega Man characters. Oh, they do. There's even that little suitcase guy that I can't remember his name that gives you items. Oh yeah, that guy. He there's a guy that does that. It's a little plug dude. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Rock Roll. Do you think Inafune was making this game hoping that Capcom would look at it and go, "Hey, do you want to just..." Do it. Do Mega Man? I don't you know. You just want to slap a Mega Man paint scheme over it and just do that? Thank God that he didn't. Yeah. Because we don't need a bad Mega Man game. Oh, yeah. Yes, that already sure. happens with Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should probably talk about that. Sonic, the Sonic Twitter account was dropping some. Which is always yeah. on point. Like, it is. whoever runs that Sonic account is pretty funny. He's and, a funny like, guy. Pretty tapped into yeah. the ridiculousness yeah. of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. The whole, the whole joke was uh, Inafune did an interview. That was a weird interview. I don't know who he did it with. Was it IGN? I don't know. I think it was just a stream that they did. Okay. Well, there was a translation issue with with the American translator, and uh, Inafune had said something, and it was translated as, well, it's better than nothing, which is a really crummy thing to say yeah, after you've been, been given $4 million yeah, by your fans for a game. Made me really mad and yeah. think really negatively about Inafune, yeah. but that's not what as he As it turns said. out, it's not what he said. But uh, people have been kind of running with that yeah. a little bit. And uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog, the official Sonic Twitter, Twitter. account, made some snide comment it's, about it being, you know, well. Yeah, congratulations, Mighty Number no. 9. It's better, better than, than nothing. nothing. And in a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog shrugging. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. But the response was pretty good as well. Yeah, but the, then uh, Wired's Chris Kohler. 
uh-huh. uh, tweeted at Sonic a Photoshop uh, DS cartridge box that said Sonic and the Glass House. <laughs> yeah, because there have been a lot of bad Sonic games over the past couple of years. Yeah, so, he, Sonic has yeah. Uh, no room to talk. Yeah, but uh, just I was mad yesterday watching all of these reports roll in. I'm just you, sad you, You're more invested in it than I was. You I spent actually money. backed it. Yeah. I spent money on this stupid thing. And yeah, I was mad yesterday. Now I just feel bad. I feel bad for everybody involved. It's a real bummer. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe after, maybe they'll get a round of patches in there and it'll end up being, you know. Uh, I hope so. An all right game. Yeah. Right now they they need to shoot for okay. Yeah. That's the best they can do at this point. I could see a sequel working. I think if they gave it another try and yeah, not Kickstarter. Yeah, don't Kickstart it. That would not work. I mean, they ended up getting a publisher anyway. Yeah, who true. did a terrible job marketing it. Oh yeah, yeah. This the reports of this game made me sadder than a anime fan on prom, prom night. night. Yeah, that's how you advertise. We talked about. Yeah, we that talked about show, that. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's let's go ahead and move on from that. I don't, I I think we've beat that dead horse. Yeah, we enough. spent like fifteen minutes on that. So, yeah. Uh... Uh, so hey, guess what? Brian Cranston is Zordon in the new Power Rangers movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a great actor. That's way above his ability. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he is a great actor with a with an iconic look. Let's make him a giant floating blue head. <laughs> Although this makes me wonder if we're going to see like actual human Zordon at some Probably. point. Probably. Yeah. He, I don't think you'd hire. Brian Cranston and not. Uh, what about Godzilla? Well, he was in. He was in it. He at least moved around it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the voice of Godzilla. It's not the first time Brian Cranston's been on Power Rangers. That's true. He uh, was yeah. the Snizzard. Yep, he was the voice of Snizzard. <laughs> the voice of Snizzard. Yeah, he was the voice of another one as well. Although I don't, Snizzard's the one that everyone remembers. Yeah. And the character uh, Billy, the character, uh, his in canon last name is Cranston, based on. That's true. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Which is pretty cool, uh, but yeah, it's he's the only one in this movie with any sort of Power Rangers relation. He is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about that the Take other that day. Take that JDF. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. didn't get you, but we got the Snizzard. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but no, I uh, I've actually been kind of thinking about that, and how could they fit other characters? Other former Power Ranger actors, lesser known Power Ranger actors the into this movie. The answer is they won't. They won't. But uh, <laughs> can you imagine Jason Narvey and Paul Schreier, Bulk and Skull, popping up somewhere? Oh, man. I feel like they'd have to, but they won't. They won't. <laughs> uh, so I saw someone online suggest, hey, would it be cool if they popped up as Bulk and Skull? And my counter argument is make them squat and baboo. Make them Rita's yeah. henchmen. Because they are great physical actors. And it would be a role where they would be able to kind Wear of make up. Yeah, it would be a neat little, even if it's just in the background for one scene, like a flashback or something, just have them in the background and make a joke and that's it. Because they're, they're by and large the best actors that came out of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jason Nervy's a, 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 a acting professor, like a, a, a film professor at some college out in California. Like he is He's big actually time. doing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, back to Cranston. I think I think it's great casting. I I am excited to see Brian Cranston and um, Rita uh, Elizabeth, Banks. Elizabeth Banks work against each other, work off each other. Because you know you, there's, they're going to have to have a scene together. Yeah. Even if it's a flashback, they're going to have to have a scene together. Rangers, I am the one who knocks. Yes. <laughs> Rangers, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Everything is all right about this movie except for the Rangers themselves and their suits. Although I've seen I've seen pro, pre um, pre production of the actual suits. They're they are physical suits. They're not CG monstrosities. Oh good, I'm glad and they're not green lanterning that. Yeah, animated. <laughs> and they they look oh, they look better than that than that art that that demo that art popped up. Uh huh. They look a little better. I still don't like them, but they look okay. I'm going I'm going into this movie with an open mind. It's going to be difficult. I love my Power Rangers. But I'm going to go in with an open mind. Yeah. D- don't look at it as any Power, as my Rangers, Power Rangers you've ever it's, known. Yeah. Well, it'd be like going into Transformers expecting, you know, Alan Oppenheimer, you know. Yeah. Did, oh, you hit a vein there? It's too soon. Too s- <laughs> what? The whole Transformers debacle. Oh, is it too soon? They've been putting these movies out yeah. for years. Yeah, I know. And it hurts every time. <laughs> You know, if a new G.I. Joe movie was at least as good as the first Transformers movie, I would be okay with that. Uh, sure, yeah. Because those G.I. Joe movies are just the worst. They're just, they're they're just the bad. The bottom of the barrel worst. Yeah. Hey, at least the second one, Cobra Commander, looked like Cobra Commander. That's yeah. true. That's oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. But the rest of the movie was worse. <laughs> was markedly worse than the first it one. It was real bad. Which was very bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess... Uh, 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 the My Little Pony is going to get that treatment as well. Yeah. Because it's the, the next like Hasbro cartoon that's going to be made into a, a actual feature film. And this isn't based on the Friendship is Magic. But it's animated. Ma- it is animated, which is good. But it's the uh, it's not based on the Friendship is Magic, right? It is. Oh, it, it is? is? Oh. So you so get all the, the baggage that comes with that. Well, I, don't, I don't know how much of the, but the voice actors that are in that as the main characters are going to be the main characters in uh, the oh, movie. Oh, okay. So we don't know, is it, we don't know if it's going to look the same. Nope. Huh. All we've seen is a logo. I wish it was live action. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. That would be great. Some some painted ponies, Mister Ed, like yeah. Mr. Ed style. I'm pretty sure that falls under animal cruelty nowadays. <laughs> no horses love peanut butter. Yeah, it's great. Probably <laughs> sparkle. No, it's it's a real live horse with Tara Strong's voice coming out of it. Majestic movie of the year, all years. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. All the uh, wheelbarrow full of Oscars. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it's not going to be a good movie. No, no. You can disagree. Well, no, no, no. I'm not going to disagree because it's getting the live. The, the it's getting the movie treatment. So it's more and more. I used to be excited about you know franchises I liked being made into movies, and over the years, it's now they just mangle them. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome like, to like, being old. They've I know. been mangling properties. Kids' properties have been have had stuff lost in translation forever. Masters of the Universe, the movie. I know. The first Punisher movie, <laughs> with with the same actor. Both Dolph Lundgren, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe. The oh my god! So I, it might be the problem. Might be Dolph Lundgren. I, 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 I've heard that uh, the uh, that Kindergarten Cop two movie with him is garbage oh, well sure. it's a wwe pictures movie so <laughs> along with uh jingle all the way too that's a wrestler movie there's a jingle all the way too yeah oh yeah starring wrestlers i did not know that yeah that don't Larry watch the it cable guy in it too i think so yeah don't there, watch it it's not good i know there was a leprechaun origins with hornswoggle oh yeah <laughs> with the hornswoggle <laughs> <laughs> the only good wwe movie and i haven't actually seen it to prove this is the soska sisters directed one that see no evil too Oh yeah, I've heard I've, that's I've very heard that's good. That's pretty good. Uh, over the top. Was it over the top? The one, the one where Hulk Hogan's the wrestler and he fights against Zeus. Yeah, I think it's called over the over top. over the top. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm wrong. 
Over the Top is the arm wrestling movie starring Stil- Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yes. No Holds Barred. There you That's go. That's it. There you go. I knew it was going to come to me. I knew. You can see the gears turning. <laughs> there. Okay. Uh, but so yeah, that's been our wrestling talk. <laughs> WrestleMania. That's apparently part of the show. <laughs> uh, uh, it's become part of it, I guess. Um, that was wrestle time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they've been doing more stuff with the uh, DC TV shows, I guess. Oh yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of that coming out. Quite a bit. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk. About, no, we are going to talk yeah, about we're it. Yeah, we talk about it. Uh, the big ones. Uh, Linda Carter is going to be on Supergirl. That's pretty cool. She's As gonna... president of the United States. Sure. Which is fitting. She yeah. seems she's very presidential. Yeah, I would yeah, that's cool. I I'm in. Yeah, well, I she love, was Princess of the Amazon. Yeah. So I love Linda Carter. I love the original Wonder Woman show. Yeah. It's so cheesy, but it's so good. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 It's uh, <laughs> it gets Wonder Woman though. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. Linda Carter gets Wonder Woman. I've heard her talk about Wonder Woman in interviews and be like, Yes, that's who she <laughs> that's is. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, for sure. Beyond that, they're going to be adding the character Artemis to Arrow. I'm not, I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, something, Madison something. Something or other, yeah. You know, if, if only there was some sort of internet type device that I could look it up real quick. Yeah. I'm remembering this off the top of my head. Don't let anyone <laughs> tell you anything different. Madison McLaughlin, that's the name. Pulled right off. Not. Didn't look at the internet. Nope. Remembered it. <laughs> Nailed it. Is First she related try. to Kyle McLaughlin? I hope so. Or Sarah that would be McLaughlin. great, but uh, but yeah. but no, Artemis is a uh, she was a a, a arrow type character, Lady Arrow. Yeah, her character actually popped up a lot on the Young Justice cartoon. Yeah, she was very cool on Young Justice. Yeah, in the so, comics though, cool. isn't she like Amazonian or something like that? There was an Artemis that was Amazonian. This okay. one was um, I remember just the young just ju- an arrow. Yeah, arrow I remember girl. the Young yeah. Justice one. Like her dad was a villain. Sportsmaster, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, her dad was Sportsmaster. Yeah. She plays a double agent for a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Artemis, and... also a great Sailor Moon cat. Uh, no. <laughs> Have you watched any of it? No. Artemis is the worst. Really? If they made him today, he would be he would be an MRA. Wow. Like, wow. Constantly talking about how the, the Sailor characters are... are like fat and stuff. Really? Yeah. I haven't real, watched that real, far. Real bad that, stuff. Yeah. What a jerk. Well, to be honest, I haven't watched, I haven't watched a whole lot of Sailor Moon, but I listened to a podcast where they do it episode by episode because it's really funny where they think they poke fun at it. But some because, of the stuff, oh, because there's a lot to poke fun at. It's yeah. a hilarious show, yeah. but uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, there was an Artemis spotlight episode they did a couple weeks ago. And, uh, he is the worst. <laughs> I had no idea because I only bad. have the dub go, to go on, and they go, cut go most back. of the crap out in the dub. Go back and watch some of it, dude. It is, uh, <laughs> it's rough stuff. <laughs> He's not a good yeah. guy. So anyway, anyway, they also announced that uh, the next season of The Flash is going to be based on the comic uh, miniseries Flashpoint, which it all based around the Flash went back in time and saved his mother from being murdered, and that somehow changed the entire timeline. It's kind of like, like a butterfly effect. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Like yeah. exponentially. Like mm-hmm. there was a war between uh, the Atlanteans and the Atlanteans the and the Amazons, Amazons, and the humans get caught in the middle of it. Uh, Bruce Wayne was murdered as a kid in the alley, and his dad became Batman. A hard drinking, gun shooting Batman. Yep. And um, his mother became the Joker. Yeah, that was weird because it broke her. Yeah, that was real weird. Uh, yeah, I, it's a shame because I like the Flash a lot, but Flashpoint was not a good series. No. It, and I don't want to watch 26 episodes of it. There's an animated movie of Flashpoint 2 that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. They took the they took the best parts of the comic series. But yeah. 
the the reading it as the as the the miniseries was eh, not a good time. not good and it also introduced the new 52 that was the that was the piece of tape that they put over the dc universe to turn it into what we have now and i i still i'm not happy about that or had i guess had yeah because it's gone now Ugh, ish, comics ish. It, yeah they yeah. did get to exactly 52 issues too. they did they Before did. they dropped the new No, 52. no, they did more than that. They rebooted back to one at one point after like a handful of that. Did they? They did. They went, they I went forgot up, about they that. They went about 12 or 13 issues and then everything went back to one and then they did 52. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. I Why is DC so so fixated on the number 52? I get I get it. It's 52 weeks in the year and they did that weekly book uh, a couple years ago. I don't know, but they really are. It's like everything revolves like around the number 52. Thing. Well, originally, yeah. it was going to be 52 titles for like 52 characters. The new 52. Yeah, there were 52 titles until they canceled like eight of them. And then more and more. And then added more and got rid of some. And Yeah, I, it originally popped up with the uh, the um, the comic series 52. Yeah. Because it because the uh, the co- the comics took a year jump into the future when they rebooted one one time and then they put out this weekly book that told week by week like in real time what happened during that year that I remember the that. comics were missing yeah and that was I a really that. and I loved it because it focused on some of my favorite characters the question is what introduced her name on toy as the question and booster gold and steel and the elongated man some of the some of my favorite like obscure characters deep yeah. cuts yeah the deep cuts yeah. But uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, Flashpoint's not very good. The season of Flash, I'm, I hope they do something interesting with it. I hope they don't follow the comic series too closely because I'm eh, not a fan. I heard that Flash episode that Kevin Smith directed was phenomenal. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's what I hear. I have I only seen like four episodes of The Flash, so I can't really watch it. But Okay. Well, you could. You could <laughs> technically watch it. I don't but... think I would enjoy it. Probably not. Right. Yeah, probably <laughs> the not. The way it was but, meant to be enjoyed. But, uh, no, that's what I hear. His episode was really good. And I love The Flash. It's probably my favorite of the... The um, DC TV. The DC TV stuff, yeah. It's going to be a heck of a lot better than that that Krypton show. Did you hear yeah. about that? Yeah. Gotham, but on Krypton and set 200 years in the past. In a utopian society where... where where's your conflict there? Well, they're going to make conflict, <laughs> but it's... Just dumb, you know. There's there was some casting for it. I don't even want to talk about it because it's it's meh. a bad idea all the way down. Yeah, because at least with Gotham, you have there are ancillary characters that you can tell pre Batman stories with. Not great pre Batman stories, but you can tell them. Outside of, Gotham brought out freaking Mister Freeze, and that ticked me off more than anything. <laughs> outside of Jor El and Zod, who do you know about Superman's back backstory? Just nothing, because it's not the interesting part of Superman. It's, it's the least interesting part <laughs> yeah. of Superman. In fact, every time that there is a Krypton-heavy arc in Superman, the sales dip, because... No one cares. No one cares oh, about... Oh, sorry. jor Zod, and Brainiac. Well, Brainiac, well, that was a retcon, though. Oh, did they? Br- Brainiac's not part of Krypton anymore? Uh, no, Brainiac is from uh, the planet Kolu. And he he's he stole the Candor uh, and shrunk it down. Uh, well, yeah. But other than that, no. At one at one point, Brainiac was the the Kryptonian supercomputer. Yeah. But it's not that way anymore. He's an actual alien with uh, a supercomputer brain. Yeah. Oh. That's a real thing. Oh. Yeah. That's dumb. It is. Oh, it very much is. But I mean, I know like Laura Zorel, his Superman's biological mom. But that's because I'm a nerd. But beyond that, I don't know because who cares? What yeah. About, the, what about Martha? 
Martha. Martha, <laughs> Martha Kent is not from Krypton. <laughs> every, everyone's mother in, in DC Comics is named Martha. Martha Allen. Martha, Martha Allen, you know. Martha Jordan. <laughs> oh, my God. When Martha was, Wilson. When Slade was, Wilson's mommy. She has... <laughs> Her eye patch looks like a doily. <laughs> when I was at Origins, I saw this T-shirt. I almost got it. It said, uh, "Martha is the safe word." <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, all the, right. The crux of Superman is that he's an alien, and when you take away the alienness by explaining him, it doesn't work. Here's the thing: under a red sun, Kryptonians don't have powers. No, they're all they're hu- humans. They're basically human. They're humans. They're humans in funny costumes. So why even make the show? Because it's stupid. It's dumb. stupid. It's just because it's dumb. Because they can. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've rambled into these mics long yes, enough. Yes, we. Let's have. go ahead and close out. We've been. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Nerd Overload website. You can shoot us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us a tweet at nerd underscore overload. Give us a follow. That would be great. Uh, You can subscribe to us on YouTube at Nerd Overload TV. Yep. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher, so you can get these each week or whenever I get around to putting them online. Let's be honest. Listen to us almost live at WZMOFM.com on Saturdays at uh, 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. 107.5 WZMO. That's it. The big wazoo. Nailed it. (laughs) You nailed it. All right, anyways, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes.